We bless the name of the Lord today. And we praise him in this second Sunday of the new year, 2024. That his grace and his mercy are still keeping and sustaining us through everything. This morning we, we come together and we wish to continue in the vein of the spirit of what we had been stating for the past week or two. And we turn back to 2 Kings this time, chapter 6. And for others, I'm going to change up my version to the ESV. And I am going to go back to the 15th verse. And I want to read from the ESV, the 15th verse of the 6th chapter. Of kings. When the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are against us. Then Elisha prayed and said, Oh Lord, please open the eyes, his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. And Elisha said to them, This is not the way, and this is not the city. Follow me. And I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. As soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said, O oh Lord, open the eyes of these men. that They may see. So the Lord opened their eyes and they saw. And behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. As soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elijah, my father, shall I strike them down? Shall I strike them down? And he answered, he said, you shall not strike them down. Or would you strike down those whom you have taken captive 
with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away. And they went to their master. And the Syrians did not come again on raids into the land of Israel. Expand your focus. See the invisible evidence of God shifting your situation. Lord, right now, help us to gather proper perspective. Help us to see from your point of view. Help us to comprehend the depth of the things around us. Not just the physically seen, but even those things that are existing in the invisible realm. May we, God, know that you are with us that no matter how things may appear and what they may look like greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world may we come to appreciate and recognize that if we trust you and if we pray you will deliver us your way because God you are a keeper of our soul we ask it now in Jesus' name. And let all the people of God say amen and amen. Every time we look and read the stories presented in the Word, there is occasion for us to be inspired, to be lifted. To have hope rise, even when our experiences are taking every ounce of hope away from us. Many situations have put us in places in which we figure and wonder, how God can I get out of this? Or how, Lord, can I yet give you a praise? In the midst of this trauma, I am anxious. I am worried. I don't know what to do. God, if you don't help me, I cannot, I will not make it. How difficult it is to face with the realities of the scene that seem risen up against us, for us to somehow believe that we are in the winner's side when it looks like we are outnumbered. Note, Israel and those around lived with the constancy of war. 
There's always somebody fighting for something. There were those who are now gathered together who had gathered overnight because they were after Elisha. They were determined that they were going to get him. They were going to cause him to crumble the fall and deliver him, and ultimately they would kill him. And they showed up. And when this servant, Elisha's servant, rose up in the morning and looked out over the field, all he could see was horses and chariots surrounding them. And the only thing that he could think, Lord, how are we going to get out of this? Have you ever been in a situation where you wonder how, Lord, can I get out of this? I don't see a way of escape. The odds are stacked against me. <laughs> and I know there's some folk in here who've been through situations where the odds were stacked against you. And even some of those who were near to you would tell you, I don't know how you're going to make it. Because they can't see any better than you. All they see are the forces that are rallied against you. And they can't see help coming anywhere. Mind you, we all live with the tension and the anxiety of things that happen. Things that disturb us. That threaten the very little peace that we have. Then some big stuff happens. Mind you, for the servant of Elisha, this was big stuff. Because he looked around and knew they had no one with them. As a matter of fact, earlier in the chapter, the, the residents and the places where those prophets who were a part of the school of prophets with them, they had to go somewhere because they said, this place is too small. So he sent them away along with their masters and let them go. So they disbanded. And here left with his servant is Elisha with an army of Syrians coming after him. I can imagine, I can just take my mind there too. Here you are. I... I I just got the flashback to when I was in junior high school. Woo. On the, the lot outside doing the recess time. And I don't know how and what happened, but somebody had come and somehow, I don't know how we got into it. Let's see, I, I, I was Holy Ghost filled then. And something happened. 
And we got into a little something. Now, I wasn't fighting, but I was talking. <laughs> and he took a chain that he had and swung the chain at me. My Holy Ghost. I stood up in his face, and he happened to be a part of a gang. There were a bunch of them. They were all up in one corner smoking. And when we got together face to face, here I am, this old Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name boy. Standing face to face and talking to this fella who was ready to beat me up. His gang came. They had my arms behind my back. And they were ready to beat me up. With all of them coming down. Like maybe as many in this section right here. They all surrounded because they were all ready to go. And they got their top fighter to come down in there. And here I am. Now I'm too stupid to think of anything. I wasn't worried about what was about to happen. I was there. You know, you get to that place where you become numb, where the reality of your situation Hasn't quite hit you yet. But here I am, not realizing what was about to happen. With my arms behind my back, I remember calling the other because I know these guys because they all they're, they're they're fighters. You knew who the fighters were in the school. You know they were they were the bad guys. Um, I think back in our days, like way back, they would call them the jitterbug contingent. And the jitterbugs came running down. And here I'm standing up in my little old self. I wasn't dressed like a jitterbug. I was more like they had another term like collegian. And another one was like cavalier or something like that. I was in that cast. We weren't fighters. We just looked nice. <laughs> and while they were there, I perhaps could have said, oh, master, how shall I do here? But I didn't have sense to think that, but i tell you how the Lord worked it out. The Lord worked through my situation before I got to that playground. I remember telling the story that um, there was one guy who was one, he was a tough, rough guy. I was in the, I'll tell the story, I was in the locker room, and one of them came in there beating on the lockers. 
And he beat there, and I was standing in the locker, so they assumed that because I was there, I might have been a part of it. So they had me in his office. Says, okay, now who else was it? I knew who it was. But I do thank God for Holy Ghost giving me common sense. I ain't telling. My mouth is sealed. Because I know he's one of the best fighters in the school. And you know what the Lord did? The Lord moved on his heart. While I was in there with the teachers, instructors, whoever it was, and he came and he says, he didn't do what I did. He didn't have to do that. But the Lord used him to go in and to sell that he was the one that, just leave me alone, had nothing to do with it. And because of that, that very afternoon, that's when I had my arms wrapped up and them ready to plow into me. But this fella who I had just not opened my mouth to tattletale on, he saw them and he saw me. And he saw them getting ready to swing at me. And he stepped in and pop. Said, leave him alone. He's all right. <laughs> My help. <laughs> My help. My help. My help. And I never had any more problem because the Lord gave me wisdom not to say anything. I didn't know how it would work out, but I knew what it felt like to be surrounded. Now understand, in the case of Elisha, Elisha has already seen God work. He's already seen how God can step in. And no matter how the odds may be stacked against them, he saw God work against the odds. He saw how God would deliver. He saw his father leader, Elijah, when he left and was carried up into the heavens and he received the mantle of Elijah. So he knew that God was with him. And knowing that God was with him, he did not fear anything. Plus, he learned how to see what some folk just can't see. When he came out and the servant came to him and said to him, Alas, master, the jitterbugs have come. 
We're surrounded. What are we going to do? The master already knowing that the Lord had already worked it out. I didn't know it, but God had already worked it out. And some of us are in here right now, anxious, figuring out how am I going to get through this? And I saw, and I go back to the text for the very first thing that Elisha does. It says this, then Elisha prayed. I think this is a good time for us to know and understand that a lot of us are not praying enough. We're not trusting God enough. So that even when we go to pray, we're not praying in faith believing. We only pray words. But he prayed relationship. Oh, Lord knows all night last, well, for a good part of last night, um, every now and then, you know, there's some things that go on and happen there. My wife was having some, you know, pain going down her knee and the leg, and I, I just, she sat up, and I got there. It was around 4 o'clock, and I was just praying. I was just praying. I was praying. For the next hour or so, I was just praying, praying that God would help her through what she was going through, and I just prayed and I prayed and then I prayed about uh, what we do when we get here on, the, on today. I prayed, Lord, uh, guide me. Pray, Lord, what, what do we say? Pray, Lord. I, I prayed for my family. I prayed for everybody I could think of. I prayed. I, I said, Lord, help, 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 because I realized that without the prayer, there's no way in the world we're going to make it. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, Pray. Glad you're saying like that. You're becoming anxious about something and you're not praying about what you're anxious about. When something gets you upset, pray. But I don't know what to pray. You don't need to know what to pray. Just say, Lord, the Lord knows what's going on. The Lord knows what you're going through. All he needs to know that you're looking at him, that you're not trusting your own self. You say, God, I can't do it, but I know who can. Lord! Elisha said, open the young man's eyes. And he opened his eyes and when he looked, he saw horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elijah. Let, let, let me read just a, a little piece of Hebrews chapter 11, 1 through 3 from the Amplified Version. It says, now faith is the assurance, confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses 
Now I said, Lord, that makes sense. My faith may not be able to see it, but somehow I feel connected to that which is going on in the reality that is unseen. For by this, talking about faith, kind of faith, the men of old gain divine approval by faith that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. We understand that the world's universe ages were formed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. <sighs> Moses continued strong in verse 27 of the same chapter 11. It was by faith that Moses left Egypt and was not afraid of the king's anger. Moses continued strong as if he could see the God that no one can see. I want to speak to somebody today because I know we're going through a lot of stuff and you still haven't seen it yet. You prayed for it, but it, you haven't seen it yet. You cried for it, but it hasn't appeared yet. You even fasted for it, but it hasn't yet manifested. Uh, you've prayed and you prayed, you cried and you cried, You've gone through all of that and still nothing seems to change. I'm just here to tell somebody right now, don't stop praying. Expand your focus and begin to see the invisible evidence of what God is doing to shift your situation. I am by faith declaring to somebody today right now that God is at work and you may not see it, but he is shifting it. I don't see it. I don't have to see it. Believe it. Because if I stop believing, then what I do is surrender to all of the devastation and the terror of my experience. But God is at work. Isaiah 26, we, we, we say it, God, three through four. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. That's the living translation. Trust in the Lord always. For the Lord God is the eternal rock. Trust. Let me tell you what relationship and connection with God would do. It will not only give us peace, but it would give us the kind of understanding that we do not feel that we have to fight those who fight against us. Oh, now this guy say this for somebody who just came in here. You don't need to somehow execute vengeance. You don't need to try to get back 
at who has done you wrong. You don't need to somehow feel that you have the right to do to them what they have done to you. I don't know who I'm talking to. may not be here. Maybe they're looking at me right now. I'm telling you right now, you don't need to pay back. All you need to do is give God praise. Give God praise. Give God thanks for being who he is and interceding on your behalf even when you did not know it. God was at work. So Elisha prayed. He asked God to open his eyes. God opened his eyes. He saw. He got strength and faith. And then Elisha prayed another time. He prayed now You opened my servant's eyes. Now I want you to blind the Syrian's eyes. Woo, the Lord is an opener and a closer. He knows how to open him. He knows how to close him. He can make a way and he can block a way. He's a God who can do anything but fail. And so he blinds them. And I want you to follow this because I believe there's lessons for us to learn out of this. When Elisha went and told them, I'm not the person. This is not the place. But follow me and I'll take you there. And here he takes them into Samaria. He takes this crowd of Syrian warriors to come in the midst of Samaria, and the king sees them. And the first thing the king says, shall we kill them? Because these are our enemies. And the prophet says, no. What is he telling them to do? Give them some water. Feed them. And the Bible tells us he set a feast for them. This sounds like Jesus. That's Jesus up in the Old Testament. He told us in the New Testament, love your enemies. Do good to them that despitefully use you. And say all manner of evil against you. Because of me. In my name. And if you do this. You pour coals of water on their heads. You cool them off. And here is that example. He says, no, serve them bread and water so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master, king. You can only accomplish the impossible. When you see the invisible. Uh, But I can't see it. Pray until you see it. Let me speak this. There's some things that I'd hope to see by now. 
but I have not seen the reality of it yet. But I am not stopping my vision for seeing that which already exists in the invisible realm that is just waiting for time to manifest in time. Oh, this is another thing for you. You may not see it yet, but it already here. You may not have experienced it yet, but it's already done. You may be struggling still with it, but somehow in this word today, the Lord is letting me know that the invisible evidence of God is shifting your situation and you may not have seen it yet, but it's coming. Tell your neighbor, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, 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 it's coming. Oh, oh, oh. I, I know it's all crowded all around me, but I believe to see I had fainted. Except I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. And be of good courage, for he will strengthen thy heart. Wait. Wait. Somebody ready to jump off the cliff. Wait. Somebody ready to take their life. Wait. Somebody don't know if they can make it to tomorrow. Wait. Because there is invisible evidence. Let me deal with that. Invisible evidence. Some of us have not been trained, sensitized to the movement of God. I am thankful in my life that I had grandparents, I had parents who prayed, who went through stuff, but who prayed, and I saw them pray. I heard them pray. One of the loudest prayers I ever had was my granddad rocking them. I would go and stay at that house in Landville Street and hear granddad praying. Pray it out loud. And I knew that it had to be something he was connected to to cause him to pray out loud that way. I think we're depriving our children for the experience of a connection with God because one, either we prayed too soft or we don't pray at all. And they have no model or no example of how faith ought to work because they have not seen it in anything around us. But thank God, with the old song, I think, oh, was it Shirley Caesar? Okay, I had a praying grandmother, something like that. Our prayers make all the difference. And 
I believe that parents can help their children develop this capacity to see the invisible because they have heard what seems like an impossible prayer. You ever heard somebody praying and say, I wonder why they're praying so hard. Ain't nothing happening. Did you ever say that? No, you, no I know. You never said that. No. Why I'm still praying? I ain't seen nothing happen. I'm here to tell somebody today, don't stop praying. Because you may not be able to see it, but there is invisible evidence that is out there that's going to change and shift your situation. I'm believing it right now, and I give God praise right now. I'm praying for what I'm believing to see. I'm praying for what I'm trusting to see. I pray. Pharaoh had issued a decree that all male babies should be killed. But thank God for a praying mother and father. Moses' mother and dad. Moses' mother decided they were not going to give up their child to be killed. They prayed, they put him away, they hid him in a place and trusted God to do the rest. Let me say that to somebody. Sometimes the thing that you're so consciously engaged in, you need to just put it away in a place that it doesn't worry you because you're looking at it so intently. And let God work. Oh, now I said that somebody. But, but you don't know, Pastor. I, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop it because it's always in my mind. Well, if that's always in your mind, then you cannot see the invisible that God is trying to do because you're blocked by the very fact that you're fixated. You're fixated. And I think as saints, sometimes we become fixated on our problem and become fixated on our problem. We cannot allow God to do what he wants to do with the problem. Because the problem becomes bigger than God. It's bigger than God only because it is magnified in front of us. All I could see is the problem. But the Lord is saying now, if you can look beyond the problem, if you can expand your focus to see beyond all of those horses and chariots out there and see what I've already set up for you. Matter of fact, I don't have to bring them. They're already there. I don't have to send them. They're already there. Tell your neighbor your help is already here. Already here. And I'm going to praise him like it's already here. I'm going to praise him like it's already done. I'm going to praise him. Faith is substance. Substance. 
it is the stuff uh, that has confidence in invisible things. Uh, hope for. They're not visible now. But they are things hoped for. And I also know that the things that I'm hoping for, there is evidence that is going to soon appear that's going to rally and tell me that what I hoped for, there was already evidence for, and that I will see it after a while. It may not be seen now, but God is going to make it plain somehow, somewhere, sometime. Just get on your feet right now and look to a neighbor and say, neighbor! Keep looking. Keep looking. But I don't see it. Keep looking. But, 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 but. Keep believing. Keep trusting. For he only can keep them in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on him. Because why? They Somebody in this house today has been going through so much that it's blinding. It makes it so that it's almost impossible for you to see a way out or a better way. Only because you're blinded by what you see. I want to speak to you today. If you could just take this moment to believe and trust God. And say, Lord, I don't know how this is going to come out. But I, I'm crying to you. I need you. Help me, God, to see beyond what I am experiencing right now. Help me, God, to see beyond all of that that is blinding me from seeing the invisible evidence that you're already utilizing. To shift my situation. If you're here right now, I just want you by faith to walk from your seat. I don't care. You don't have to tell anybody what it is. All you need to do is walk and say, Lord, I'm walking by faith believing. And when I walk, God, I'm carrying everything. Everything. You know it. You see it. Trust. All you got to do is trust him. Is there a truster in the house? You have a situation that you need God to work in? Come on. He says, I'll find your battle.